Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, your weekly podcast where we take a deep dive examining knowledge, philosophies, wisdom and insights to help you to lead, manage and coach in football, sports and life. Leader Manager Coach is presented by Rob Riles. Rob is a qualified coach with a League Managers Association qualification and a science and medicine background. He has worked in the football industry in Europe, USA and Africa at international, premiership, league, non-league and grassroots levels with World Cup and European Championship experience. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Leader Manager Coach podcast. Welcome to today's program. You can probably already hear that the location that I'm recording this in is outside. It is in Dhaka in Bangladesh and uh, it's another beautiful day. Uh, There's a few clouds in the sky but the sun is shining and the temperature is great so um, we're all very blessed here in Bangladesh it's their one of their Eid festivals so everybody's in holiday mood so people are happier than normal but um, that doesn't mean anything because people seem to be generally happy here in in Bangladesh that seems to be the how it is but um, that's great so um, just thought I'd take advantage of the weather and record this outside so I do hope that you can you can hear the words uh, as we share some of the thoughts on the leader manager coach podcast this week now this week i thought that what we do is we talk about a subject that we do touch on quite a lot a subject that seems to rear its head and there must be a lesson in there somewhere but the subject i want to just touch on is adversity just as i'm speaking a qatar airlines aeroplane goes overhead about 25 foot above me or so it seems so there's the adversity to advertise it so we want to talk about adversity and there's a couple of things that have inspired that and one of them as often does inspire me was the article written by Ryan Holiday now Ryan Holiday is as I've said before many many times he's one of the the real advocates of the stoic philosophy and again, you know, if it's something that I mention on this podcast, it's probably something that I really believe in. And I can't can't recommend Ryan Holiday's work enough. And in one of his one of his posts, Ryan talked about something called the wilderness. And we'll come back to the wilderness in a minute because I think it's a, a wonderful concept. And it links in with so many things that we've talked about on the podcast. And it links in with so many things that are relevant to the journeys that people take. And one of the concepts that Ryan Holiday in in his Stoicism articles and his posts talks about a lot is he talks about imagining the worst case scenarios. And this was such a shock to me when I first came across it because, and I don't know how many of you can relate to this, and maybe you can, if, if you can you relate to the fact that you read or you read a book or you heard a, an audio book or you spoke to somebody you went to a seminar and that person talked about things like positivity that person spoke to you or wrote to you about being positive about seeing the sunshine and not the rain seeing the good things in life and not the bad things, seeing the glasses half full 
and not half empty. And that was certainly the case for me. And then I come across Ryan Holiday and his Stoic philosophy, and here they are talking about what appears on the surface to be almost the, the direct opposite. So he's talking about, okay, look, let's go back to one of his major, major key constituents of, of the Stoic philosophy, and one that Ryan Holiday talks about all the time, and so much so that they've, they've created products to, to remind us of this. And the concept is memento mori. Memento mori is Latin for remember that we are all going to die. So it's we are all finite. Now, I remember my grandmother and, and significant people in my life saying, if anybody died or there was a death, or I, I remember as a child asking about death and as you do as a young person, you know, how many of you can remember thinking, what's this dying all about? Where do they go? Where do people go? And this funeral thing and, and, and can I go? And I used to ask questions about death. And my grandmother used to say, don't ask questions about that. Don't think about things like that and just kind of move on from the subject. And I, I find, and I don't know how about you, you may find exactly the same thing. Do you find that people kind of shy away from, from that subject and it's taboo and it's not talked about until there's a funeral when everybody goes along in, in the UK, that is, because I've got no experience of anywhere else really. And you get into the stoic philosophy work and they hit you with it right in your face. You're gonna die. And you think, wow, is this negative or or what is it? And what they're actually saying is, look, carpe diem, or make the most of every day, make every second count. And it almost brings into focus and really focuses the mind about this positivity thing. It's just an alternative way of looking at it, but actually it's looking at it in real terms, in reality, and recognizing that this is going to happen. And so we might as well have that in focus so that it creates and results in a more positive now. And how many of us can relate to the fact that we have a wake up call or we have something that occurs in our life and it might be a significant birthday or something occurs to us or the death of a loved one or an illness and it shocks us into realizing or understanding our own fallibility, our own humanness, our own finiteness, if you like. And what the Stoics are saying is that there is no need to wait for a wake-up call. There is no need to wait for something to tell us, to remind us, a cancer, a heart attack, an illness, a devastating loss. Let's get to that point straight away. And therefore, let's live every minute and every second as if it was our last and all to make the most of it. And that is what the Stoic philosophy is saying. So, and it talks about in that, let's get back to the adversity because it talks about, look, as well as that, you are going to have a ton of adversity in your life. You, you, you're going to have a ton of adversity. In fact, Jordan Peterson, who is one of my favorite teachers and mentors and again if you're not into Jordan Peterson give yourself an opportunity to go and check out Jordan Jordan Peterson the guy's a, a worldwide phenomenon now a Canadian a, a, such a learned man who has such an integrity about himself his word 
and acts, as far as I can see, in, in, in total parallel to his belief system. And that's one of the attractive things about him. But he talks about adversity. It, it almost links so well with, with the Stoic philosophy. He talks about adversity in great depth, to such an extent that he cries sometimes when, it, when he talks, when he's doing his talks. And he, he, he tries to remind us that actually, look, the world we live in, nature, just nature, the natural world, the world that we go about trying to save the planet with making sure we use the best plastics possible or we limit the use of our plastics and we recycle and we use food and we don't waste water, etc., etc., and we try and reduce carbon emissions. The world, a natural world that we, we attempt to, to maintain and save for generations to come is so brutal that, as he says, give it less than 24 hours and without the scientific knowledge and implementations that we've developed with that knowledge and that evolution, the natural world would kill us. Go and sit in the middle of the savannah for 24 hours and see if you can survive. Go into the rainforests with, with no technology of any kind, just in your natural state as a human being and seeing, see if you can survive. Go into the desert and see if you can survive. Go into any any country in Northern Europe without the, the protective clothing and, 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 and everything that goes with it that, that we just take for granted. And that is the power of the natural world. And it, it, irrelevant of, of that kind of concept, it is gonna take, it's gonna, it's gonna have, its, have its effect on us. We will all grow old, we will all degenerate. And along with that comes those kind of adversities. And, and along with that, the actual social world and the, the, the business world and the economic world, it's, it, it, it's not designed to elevate us all as individuals to places of greatness with untold amounts of wealth and ease and servants to help us. It's a system that's set up, and there are different systems in different countries, that is there to serve whatever it's been set up to serve. And it's again, it's a different thing in different cultures and different countries. But once, one thing is for certain, no matter which culture you're in, no matter what position you're in, in that society, in that culture, you will face adversity. The only thing that's different is what type of adversity that you will come across. And the lesson from this that I wanted to nail today is, look, the very best thing we can do for ourselves is to accept the fact that life is tough. No matter what we do, no matter what we set out upon, no matter what we endeavor to do, no matter what journey we take, it is going to involve challenges. That is what the episode on the podcast, that's what the article is all about, and that's what Joseph Campbell's The Hero's Journey is completely and totally about this concept this adversity concept is totally parallel to the hero's journey concept and the sooner we take that on board and utilize the maxim of don't ask for things to be easier but ask to be stronger the better and sooner we will be able to move on and some of you may think wow well it's all right for you to say that well, if you saw me in my daily activities sometimes moaning and complaining and crying, sometimes and often to myself, 
about situations, you would understand that I have a million miles to go. I'm just trying to share some some concepts that I think are really, really, really great. And Ryan Holiday talks about various great, great people and uses them exa- examples. And he says, the great Roman emperors, the real names of the, of the Roman world, you know, Epictetus and, and Julius Caesar and, and, and all the, the, the greats that, you know, you can... Marcus Aurelius, you, you, they all had these enormous, prolonged periods of adversity. And Ryan Holiday uses the term wilderness. And I think it's a phenomenal term. It has religious connotations, particularly in Christianity. I don't know about the other religions so much, but the word and concept of the wilderness can be used to describe those times in our lives when things don't seem to be where we want them to be. We are not where we want to be. And maybe it's just an illusion and maybe it's our perspective that needs to change to say, well, actually, I'm not really in a wilderness. I just think I am. And that's a different conversation altogether. But there will be periods in your life where, you know, you feel like you are in the wilderness. You feel depressed, maybe. You feel despondent. You feel like your life is drudgery. You have financial challenges that you're not able to pay your way. You have lost three quarters of your wealth. Somebody in your life that you love dearly is on the verge of being taken away. You've had a marriage breakdown. Your relationship with your child or you know your children is not where it should be that whatever the reasons are you could say that you are in the wilderness or you could be an olympic athlete who's two weeks away after four years of preparation from your competition and you suffer a devastating injury that takes three months to get better you lose that benefit of those four years of work or do you or do you come back again in four years time i don't know but that is adversity. And he talks about, Ryan Holiday talks about the Winston Churchills of this year, of this world, who are renowned and famous for their leadership and their greatness and, and what they did in their, in their spheres, in their niches. But people talk much less about the time when they were considered outs. They were considered as unwanted. They were considered as bad people. The community, the country, and sometimes the world was against them. They were not wanted. The opinion polls downed them. They were depressed. They were ousted. They were not wanted. They felt alone. They went away. And often they were alone with their own thoughts, probably feeling totally, totally despondent. And the only thing that kept them going was that inner flame within themselves. You may recognize that when you have a dream when you, you have a goal, that only you seems to, to know what it is. Emerson talks about it many, many times. Thoreau talks about it. That, that inner thing that is only within you, that seems to be just your song, that nobody even flickers an eyelid. You write a book, it doesn't sell. You, you go for an audition, you're dropped at the first round. You enter a competition, you don't get past the first round. You submit an application, you don't get a response. You submit another one, you don't get a response. You send your manuscript in, they don't even reply or acknowledge. Do you recognize the story? Maybe you do and maybe you don't, but you're gonna have periods of wilderness. And I think one of the greatest things you can do for yourself 
is to prepare yourself for those periods of, of, of wandering alone in your wilderness, trying to, to get to the place that you want to get to, and every avenue that you come to is blocked off. I read an article this week on the coach's voice, which for all you coaches, football coaches out there, take a look at. It's a great, great resource. And I read an article on there by Chris Hutton. And Chris Hutton, the, the Brighton manager who's recently recently lost his job at the time of recording the podcast, talks about adversity. And he was an eminent footballer in his playing career in, in a great Tottenham side by um, managed by Keith Birkinshaw with the great Ozzy Ardiles and Ricky Villa, Ray Clements, Steve Perryman, Glenn Hoddle. And Chris Hutton talks about the two years when Spurs first said to him, look, you know, you're not good enough and didn't offer him a contract. But he maintained that little hope, that little flicker of hope, and kept playing and kept doing evening training and kept a contact with the club on an amateur basis. And eventually he was offered a contract. He talks about the same adversity in coaching, in, in his coaching career, when he was at Newcastle United. And Newcastle got relegated out of the Premier League. Devastating for the club, financially. The fans are in uproar. The, the media are all over the place. There's players leaving left, right and centre. The club is in disarray. And Chrissy Hutton maintains his dignity, takes a deep breath. And in this time of adversity, as you know, Rudyard Kipling said so eloquently, when everyone around you is losing their head and blaming it on you, can you maintain the focus? And he kept the main thing, the main thing. And the main thing was to prepare the players for the coming season and to coach and to get out onto the grass. And that is what he said he did in that time of adversity. And sometimes in our time of adversity, all we can do, all we can do is to keep the main thing, the main thing. But you need to know what the main thing is. Now on a Saturday, I know what my main thing is. My main thing is to record a podcast. And I can guarantee you, I'll have emails to do, I'll have people wanting to speak to me, I'll have other, other distractions, and I have to keep the main thing the main thing. And I don't know what, in your life, you will have, you know, the, what are the main things in your life? And this is another key thing, we've talked about it on, on one of the previous podcasts, where you have to decide, you, 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 you have to decide what are the key things that you need to do on a regular and a daily basis maybe an hourly basis in your life to get to where you want to be. Because if you do not know what they are, you will not do them. And if you don't know what they are, you will not hold on to them and protect that time when you turn your phone off and you don't look at your computer and you don't answer emails, but you just go and do what it is you need to do. Those key things, as Rob Moore talks about, those key things that will give you the best results for your time. The, the things that if you do them will multiply more than anything else the effects of your work and give you the best return. And we need to know what they are. And in times of adversity, those are the times we need to hold on to those and probably just do those things if possible. And as Ryan talked about in one of his examples, he talked about um, the great leader, Martin Luther King, and please excuse me if I've got this wrong, I'm pretty sure it's Martin Luther King, and he said, you know, Martin Luther King in, in one of his speeches said, you know, when, when the world seemed against him, when, when America seemed against him, when the tide of, of, of violence and the tide of oppression seemed totally against him, all he could say was, here I stand, I can do no more. What a wonderful, 
wonderful statement. Here I stand. I can do no more. I am doing everything I can. Ladies and gentlemen, we can do nothing more. We can turn up and we can do everything that we can possibly do. We cannot do anymore. It links so strongly with the advice from the prayer of St. Francis of Assisi. And it's that doing what you can influence, forgetting what you can't influence, and having the wisdom to know the difference. Because that is not only a way to success, it is a way to personal peace and a way to personal happiness. And I give all the credit to this, to the content on this podcast in terms of adversity and in terms of talking about wilderness to the people I've mentioned, to, to Ryan Holiday and to the Coach's Voice um, for their great article with Chris Hutton. But let's take that wilderness concept with us because we are going to walk in that wilderness. And as George Leonard reminds us in his fantastic book, Mastery, you are going to turn up at your doho. You are going to have to get your mat out. And you, sir, you, madam, are going to have to practice if you want to get to point B. You're gonna to have to practice for so long and for so hard that you need to fall in love with the plateau. The plateau where you cannot see the light. The plateau when you practice for practice's sake. The plateau that feels like it's the end and there is no way out. But we all know that things change. And as Chrissy Hutton also mentions in his article, you have to be ready to take advantage of opportunities when they come along. Because on, in that wilderness, there will be ways out. There will be opportunities. There will be, there will be water when you most need it. When your hair is on fire, you will find a pond. But it's up to you. It is up to you to find it. But you will find it if you are prepared and being prepared is doing the practice and being prepared is doing the drudgery and the drudgery day in day out sometimes when it feels like there's no end but that is the preparation that makes us prepared it makes us prepared for those opportunities that come along you know and as, as, as Shakespeare said uh, in Julius Caesar there's a tide in the affairs of men that when taken at the flood leads on to fortune it just says that there will be opportunities and we have to grasp hold of those opportunities when they come along and we do that best when we know we are in that wilderness but we know there will be a window that will open because that's when we know we need to take advantage and if we know that before we get into it I think it will put us in a much better place. So, folks, that's a little bit about adversity. It's all down to the credit to Chrissy Eaton, to the coach's voice, and to, to Ryan Holiday. Take a look at those resources. You, you won't go wrong. Well, that's, that's it from Leader Manager Coach this week. It's all about adversity. Let me know what you think. It's www.robberhouse.co.uk. Have a look at our game. Let me catch me on there or LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. Let me know what you think. As always, listen, great to chat. I do appreciate your time. Catch you later. Bye-bye.